now, TalkZone presents Two Guys on a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys on a Mic on TalkZone.com. Welcome to a football Friday here on the Two Guys in a Mic show. The coach and hopefully the big dog waiting for the big dog to check in via his telecommunicative phone lines out in Aurora, Illinois. Football Friday beat the schmoes. We sneak in a little baseball talk. We'll go over world politics, jump off the sports page, as we often do here on the Two Guys in a Mic show. But it is a football Friday. We'll preview some of the big college and uh, NFL games coming up. And, of course, make our always anticipated and sometimes pathetic Beat the Schmoes football picks all here on the TalkZone.com. Two guys at a mic show producer extraordinaire, David Olson. Other side of the glass playing the music. Let's enjoy it for about 8.3 seconds. There it is, the music of the TalkZone.com. Thank you again for joining us here mid-morning. Beautiful Friday here in the fine city of Chicago. Hope you are uh, anticipating an outstanding weekend wherever you are checking in from. I remind you, Big Dog, as we welcome in the Big Dog, Joel Radwanski. Our show emanating out to, I don't want to make you nervous or anything, throw you off your game, but via the Internet, we do emanate out to, excuse me, i got a cough coming. <coughs> One of these days I'm going to figure out where the cough button is here. Out to seven different continents, my friend. Seven different continents. Your opinions, your thoughts, your uh, beat the schmoes football picks will be heard. Seven different continents, and of course, also parts of Connecticut and New Hampshire. Well, I, I got to tell you, so I don't know if New Hampshire is more excited or, or Aurora right now because I got a group of, of men upstairs, and they're all they're all feel man crush crazy. They're all hug, hugging and kissing each other over Theo. It's, <laughs> it's kind of hot. To be is honest. there? <laughs> is there a press conference uh, scheduled today? I'm, I'm I'm all Theo'd out here. A little I'm I'm not Theo overdose at this point. Although if you have a man crush, I'm going the way of Jed Hoyer, the uh, soon to be general manager, a, a good looking guy in his own right. I haven't seen him yet, but from what I heard, he can put back that Red Bull and vodka, <laughs> and uh, he's basically Theo's wingman. Yes. So as people are like, hey, you know, is Theo going to be able to get a bunch of talent here? Well, if he brings in Jed Hoyer, supposedly they're going to go up and down Lincoln Avenue and bring a bunch of talent back. That it won't be for the Chicago Cubs. Take it easy. Yeah. Theo yeah. is, uh, I hate to inform you. Theo for one reason, Coach, to pimp out Chicago. <laughs> Theo is a married man, my friend. So there's, there's oh, no. He is. Yes, he is. Married man, lovely daughter, I believe three years old. So uh, it's up to Jed Hoyer to do the walking down the Lincoln Avenue or wherever he might go. But uh, he's now, not just, not is just he a. married A-Rod style or Kurt Schilling style, Coach? Say that again. Is he married A-Rod style or Kurt Schilling style? Coach? You know, I can neither confirm and or deny. I just know that I read in the paper that he is a married man. Okay, well, I'm sure he's happily married. Yeah. What does Kurt Schilling style mean? Oh, that means he actually doesn't cheat on his wife. <laughs> well, A-Rod's not married. Well, Stray Rod is what you know, they used to call him. Are you kidding me? He was married to that one fitness champion from Mexico. And- he was. Oh my! Oh, A Rod. I'm, I'm getting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting A Rod and Derek Jeter mixed up. Yes, of course. Uh, 
Well, don't yeah. don't do that, coach. That yeah. that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Okay. One guy hits in the clutch. The other guy, well, well it rhymes with hits. <laughs> well, I would I would guarantee you, you know, considering all that A-Rod had going for him, the money, the looks, the fame, the fortune, everything, I would say considering all that, he's he's been pretty straight up and arrow. Not, not a perfect citizen, but as we found most recently here in Chicago from the writing of the Walter Payton book, it is very tough for stars of that level, Big Dog, to stay completely out of what we would call trouble, I guess. Well, yeah. I- Legitimately, I'm looking at that Sports Illustrated. I definitely will not buy that book written by Jeff Perlman about Walter Payton. Mm-hmm. But it's funny you said it's very difficult to stare me in the face, and I'm having a very difficult time picking it up. Yeah. And, and I've already, I've already promised. I was talking about boy Brian. This, I was like, no matter what happens, I'm going to end up reading this. It's not going to change my opinion of Walter Payton because I knew already that he wasn't faithful. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know about the painkiller and all that other stuff, but yeah. that, that stuff's not going to bother me. Nah, well, we don't want to get. We don't want to get in that now. We got football yeah. Friday coming up. We got previews, some big games. By the way, I was checking uh, the the uh, little little calendar situation and reminiscing a little bit. And Big Dog and we got to get David Olson, Chris Whitting on this. We got to contact our previous employers, uh, uh, ex producer Swamp Rat Kevin Aran, who's still over at uh, WSBC. But what, is believe your it, birthday or something? No, but believe it or not, Big Dog, in the very near future, I got to get the exact date. You and me, the dog and the coach. Uh-huh. We'll be celebrating a 10th anniversary. Well, but now for the show, you you being on air, it's, isn't it September of 2001? So yeah. we've passed it. I gotta, well, I, I'm not talking about me. It's all about team. There is now, no if, I in team. If it's you and me, it's actually not until 2012. Well, uh, Big Dog, I hate to remind you, we are almost about to enter November of 2011. That's my point exactly. 2012 is right around the corner. In fact, I may be making a quick stop at a Staples or an Office Max to pick up one of the highlights of my uh, late October, early November to pick up my 2012 calendar. But, yeah, we're, we're very near the 10th, uh, 10 years together. we got to have some kind of celebration, and maybe three or four people will show up and help us uh, celebrate. Oh, that would be phenomenal, Coach. <laughs> Uh, all the listeners that we've gathered over these 10 years, but I'm sure we could dig up. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a big party and a dozen people will show up. Maybe, maybe I mean, we'll go to like a pot bellies, really make it nice. <laughs> I could tell you're moved and touched and sentimentalized by the fact we're together for 10 years. No, I, I haven't been moved or touched or sentimentalized at any time any time yep. recently. So, yep. so, Speaking so. of that, I did uh, see in your Facebook page you are now advertising that you are in hot pursuit. You are really... David Olson, I will tell you, in the many years I've been with the Big Dog, there's been, you know, some on-agains, off-agains, for the most part, Big Dog playing the straight and narrow. But I don't quite remember you as smitten, as doggedly in hot pursuit with a young lady as uh, possibly this particular situation. No, I don't think I've, I've, I've been feeling emotions that I've, I quite honestly, wow. Coach, I've never knew existed before. Wow. So I'm a, the I'm same a kind of emotions bit. the five guys upstairs have about Theo Epstein? Well, definitely four of them that those guys have. And I, I, mean, I don't want to name the fifth, quite honestly. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I have, yeah to, I have to admit, Coach, there's, a, there's some type of chemical reaction going on in me right now, and I'm really mm-hmm. not sure what this is, to be quite honest with you. And mm-hmm. it, It's not bad. It's a cool feeling. It is. I remember that. It's a long time ago for me. You know, my short-term memory, long-term memory, not very good. But something like that will always stick with you, that that special feeling when you meet that special someone that gets the uh 
gets the insides all juiced up, gets the chemicals moving a little bit, big dog. It's a, it's a cool feeling. Yeah, it, no, no, you're you're 100% right. And I just have to keep on reminding myself, slow down, yeah. you know, relax, enjoy it. I mean, I'm not yeah. kidding you, so it's just like, it's, uh, I, I've played it cool so far. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think she realizes that when, like, I walk away from right. her, I actually do the Ron Santo and click my heels and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have we had an official first date, or is it more in the kind of easy social category right now? Well, you know, actually, uh, last night we went to this play called The Amish Project, okay? Okay. Getting rave reviews. I was interested to go see it. Very cultural. And it's one woman who plays seven roles, oh. and she goes in and out of every role like that. Is it a one-woman, one-person play? Coach, it was phenomenal I, I my experience with one person plays usually i fall asleep about halfway through but this well, was good well i don't think you can fall asleep because well this girl she kept on making eye contact with me whenever she was playing the the person that was upset at the wife of the man who killed all do you remember a few in october of 2006 there was the guy that went to the amish schoolyard, yes. lined up all the girls and yes. shot them all in yes. the head. terrible. Okay, well, it's, it's a horrible thing. Well, this girl plays seven different people in that community, and she goes in and out of each character. Mm-hmm. I've never saw anything like that. So, now, uh, now, I'm a little confused here. Was this a date, or is the girl on stage actually the girl you're smitten with? Well, uh, well, to be quite honest with you, the girl on stage in the Amish, Amish clothing, Yes, I, I've, I've never really seen a girl look that good in Amish clothing before. And considering she didn't have the beard. <laughs> Even made it all the, the more better, huh? Yes. I, I, have but how, admit, I was like, am I here with the wrong person right now? I mean, because the, the Amish girl up there. Uh, but I was I was totally, she would legitimately go from being a seven-year-old girl to mm-hmm. the like a, like a forty year old man, a professor, wow. who, a complaining neighbor, and she did. I don't think she messed up one time. She probably was like, "Oh, I did this wrong." I could mm-hmm. not believe what I was watching. There it is. I have no idea how we got on the Amish project, but it's right there for you. Highly recommended from our cultural expert, the big dog Joel Redwanski. Where might people find the Amish uh, project? What uh, particular Chicago theater? At the American Theater Company on Byron and Lincoln. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Oh, goodness, I love the way this show takes different angles. Now, how did we – What the the girl you're in hot pursuit of, though, how did she figure into this story, or did we completely get sidetracked? Yeah, hey, have you gone on a first date and I said, we, well, we went to the oh, hospital. So you, okay, so you, so you went with her, the girl that you're completely smitten with, and, and all you've talked about is the, the, the woman up on stage. Well, it, it was a joke, Coach, because I said she was dressed as a, an Amish woman, so she looks good. And you didn't roll with it? Did you miss that part of it? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> I got I got the uh, look particularly good because you didn't have the beard part anyways. Okay, you know, one, one out of two is not bad. Oh, goodness. Any, uh, I don't, I don't want to get too personal, but any uh, further pursuit over the weekend, or uh, do you have a bye this weekend? Um, I've There will be constant pursuit, Coach. Okay. A continued one. All right. What's the over and under? I, I, well, no, I'm going to have to say 75. <laughs> Based on what you're telling me, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the girl, and I'll give you like 21 points. That's, you're probably right. I have definitely outkicked my coverage in this particular uh, instance. Yeah, so. yeah. By the way, speaking of that, and uh, once again, as the true professional I am, I lead us in from the sublime 
out of the ridiculous into an attempt at a sports talk show here. Did you look at some of the point spreads of some of our top 17? We talked about in college football this year where, you know, there's just some real powerful teams that have separated them. So I started looking at the point spread. You know, Auburn, a pretty good Auburn team, you know, maybe a real good Auburn team, getting 21 and a half points. Yeah. Auburn, the national champs from last year. Or when did Auburn win? Two years ago? Last year. Coach. Last year, getting 21 and a half as they're playing at LSU, Big Dog. And, uh, and LSU's best player is out for the game under suspension, along with three other players. I mean, that, that Tyron Matthew is almost two players. So when they suspended four, it's almost like they suspended five when they suspended mm-hmm. this kid. Because he is the best defensive player in college football, period, so far. There's, you can't even argue that. The results this kid has put up. People have put him up to the Heisman Trophy. He's out this week, and they're 21 and a half point favorites in order to win. Again, against Auburn. Yes. And then, you know, now I know Tennessee is not the Tennessee uh, teams of but previous, but they're still. Tennessee-Alabama, though, Coach. That's, that's the thing. I understand that, but Tennessee getting 30 points. I know. Tennessee-Alabama. When's, when, when's the last time, Big Day, in your lifetime, has Tennessee ever gotten 30 points? I would Never. Get, I would say never. Never. Thirty. I've been alive. Has Tennessee ever been a thirty-point uh-huh. underdog? And, and the point and spread people. Alabama. The point spread people. They are not dumb. They know what they're talking about. It's not so much an insult to Auburn or Tennessee. What it is is a compliment to some of those powerhouse teams we talked about. In this case, Alabama and LSU. Oklahoma's like twenty plus against Texas Tech. Washington. Now Washington's a pretty decent football team, right, Doug? Yes, they are. Playing Stanford, Washington. Get it. 21 points against Stanford, showing you how powerful the Stanford Cardinal are. Now, Coach, just wanted, I just wanted to tell you this. Now, last week, you know, I appreciated you going out on a limb on four games Appreciate that were like 30 points. You know what I mean? And yep. they all, all those games, not only did they not win, they Oof. covered. Okay. You're talking about me uh, picking last week to be upset Saturday. And yeah. I was wrong on all of them. My, my Kansas over Oklahoma pick did not come through. Can, can I give you a hint? Of my beat the schmoes. Let's just say, if you're betting on Washington this week, don't even worry about the point spread. Bet on that. Is that game at uh, Wash or at Stan? It's at Palo Alto. Palo who? Actually, it's in Stanford, Palo Alto. Oh. Okay. It's uh, it's going to be a nationally televised game. Uh-oh. People go out there, put a hundred dollars on the game against wow. the spread, wow. and put a hundred dollars on it for Washington to win. You might end up coming out even. Or you might end up winning about eighteen hundred dollars on Saturday night, and they're they're like seventeen to one to win the game, coach, and mm-hmm. there's a win the game. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this, this Washington play yet? They're phenomenal. Steve Starkeesian has went up to Washington and turned that program up. They're not going to go one and eleven like they usually do anymore. They're, they're, that's the sleeping giant. People are going to oh, we're going to watch Andrew Luck kill somebody, and next thing you know, they're going to be it's going to be a ball game in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So. You're more up on Washington football than I am, but I know they're pretty good. That was a, I did not pick that for my three games and beat the Schmoes. And if you're new to beat the Schmoes, folks, we will play it, make our picks here. Other shows play beat the pros. Here on the Two Guys in a Mike show, we pride ourselves on playing beat the Schmoes. Pick any three games, high school, college, or pros against the Schmoes. That's me, the big dog and producer extraordinaire, David Olson. If you beat us, not tie, but you got to beat the Schmoes. Uh, and again, we're picking against the spread. You are entered into a drawing at the end of the season for a cash prize. No gift certificates will give you cash prize. But I considered that game, Big Dog, in my um, picks, even though I was not as knowledgeable on Washington football as you. 
Yeah, it's it, it, that game. It, one thing I would tell you, I'm not ripping Andrew Luck here because he is even better than he was last year. Stanford lost way too much, and they've been kind of either beating up really bad teams or barely beating good teams. And Washington's a good team, so that's oh, that's upset alert on Saturday night, Coach. Mm-hmm. How about Air Force? Air, I thought Air Force was a decent team. They're getting like 39 points or something against uh, who the heck? Who the heck that they playing? But I, mean, I almost put Air Force in my picks. I, I would look it up, but I got to tell you something. This is the Air. This is not your grandfather's Air Force coach. It's not. Of course, your, your grandfather's Air Force was pretty good. Was and Eric Bieniemy. So Eric Bieniemy was a uh, was a, a Colorado Buffalo coach. Eh, don't complicate things. Who was the great Air Force running back with a complicated last name? Played in the NFL too. Uh, well, you're not thinking of Napoleon McCallum from uh, the Navy. Navy. No, he's part of the Naval Academy. Any of our Air Force listeners out there, I know our military academies tune into the show on occasion, Big Dog. Uh, feel free to give us a call. And I, I know Air Force had a couple of great running backs. 888-463-6748. The phone number again, 888 Dial it up. User-friendly sports talk radio coach and the Big Dog here to take your calls. But um, so Air, Air Force, Force, not Air Force a... They're 30-point underdog at Boise State, which is exactly what they should be. Okay. And uh, are you thinking of D. Dallas or Bo Morgan, the two incredible quarterbacks they had? No. Okay, I'm not sure who you mean then. Mm-hmm. must have been a long time ago, Coach. Uh, David Olson is looking up a uh, great Air Force running backs, which I'm sure is a very popular website. But at any rate, uh, we'll make the picks. We'll hopefully uh, hear from some of our fine listeners. Last week, by the way, last week, Big Dog, the Schmoes were beaten. Wisconsin John called up, and I pick. I think he picked all three Wisconsin teams: the Packers, the Badgers, and I forget who else. Uh, been... He picked Ohio State too. That Trump. Yeah, there you go. So he picked two Wisconsin teams and picked against an Illinois team, and he came out three and out. And remember, the difference between a champ and a chump is you. You. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I heard another real good one of those, and I have to remember that. I, I, I'll come up with it by the end of the. End of the show, but it's phenomenal like that. So remember, cooperation is an eleven-letter word that can be spelled with just two: W E. We. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about uh, this one? I just remember what it was. It's Jimmy Johnson who said this. Mm-hmm. The difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra. Ah, I like that. Yeah, I do too. I, Jimmy Johnson of. Uh, Oklahoma State, Miami, Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys fame said that, which mm-hmm. I love that one. That's, I'm, I'm going to start using it, Coach. That's solid. Very solid. Remember, Big Dog, if you are busy rowing the boat, you don't have time to rock it. Uh, Coach, I actually read that on twoguysmike.com yesterday before I went to uh, Top 100 Offensive Jokes in History website. <laughs> and by the way, you might want to go there. Wait, oh, let me... my goodness. They had a couple jokes that made me blush. I'm in the I'm in the middle of a terrible coffee waiting for <laughs> the the owner of Merging Talent to come meet me, and I'm sitting there cracking up reading about like I don't even want, I can't I don't even know where Wait, to go. From there. The oh, site is top 100 offensive jokes. I, I I just I just put offensive jokes uh-huh. in in a Google search. Yep. And and then next thing I know, I had hundreds of different <laughs> sites, sites to look at, but i got to tell you, the one that I clicked on, Uh-oh. I'm in terrible coffee, almost falling off of my chair. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Oh, goodness. You've been doing a lot of uh, coffee shit. The, the, the Bears game last Sunday, if well, memory was, serves me correct, and it usually doesn't. Weren't you watching the Bears game on your handheld at a Starbucks? Yeah, Yes, I was. It was either spend three bucks 
on a massive green tea that's way too expensive. Mm-hmm. Or like normally I would have went to the to the, the crap hole bar. Okay, but <laughs> trying to do the right thing lately, coach. Yep. So Commit I commitment to excellence for the big dog. What's up? Commitment to excellence. Commitment to good living. I'm proud of you. Well, it, it, it had to happen to me eventually, Coach. Yeah. By the way, I don't want to get too personal, and a couple of our emailers have already emailed. And we used to ask this question of you regularly. We haven't asked it of late, but um, and feel free to no comment. Uh, are you going handheld or Palm Pilot lately? Oh, I I still got to go Palm Pilot, Coach. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've got my handheld. That's why I'm doing the show. Mm-hmm. But when I, I go both. When okay. push comes to shove, you go Palm Pilot. Yeah, that's, that's that's a definite push. Pull. <laughs> All right. Yes, David Olson. So apparently, our tax dollars aren't going for a good Uh-oh. Air Force website. <laughs> so you're still um, looking for Air Force running backs. <laughs> well, I, I, I've got a I've got a list of uh, Air Force players that went into the NFL, and I can just read them off real quick because yeah. there aren't too many of them. All right, give me uh, Matthew Farmer. Not the guy I'm thinking Bryce of. Bryce Fisher. Not the guy I'm Chris thinking Grizz, of. Er, Chris Gizzy. Not the guy I'm thinking Chad of. Chad Hall. Not the guy I'm Chad thinking Hennings. of. Chad Hennings. Nope. Ernie Jennings. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Brand Jennings, though. That brings up... Well, uh, Chad Jennings played defensive tackle for the Dallas Cowboys when they won Super Bowls, and he was a stud. He's the best Air Force player ever in the NFL. Jennings' name started to ring a bell. Brandon Jennings or something. Keep going. Okay, it was Chad Hennings, Ernie Jennings, Dave Lawson, Ben Miller... Bo Morgan, mm-hmm. Dan Palmer, wow, Steve Russ, Frank Stain Pine. A lot of guys uh, love Frank Stain Pine. Ted Sundquist, uh-huh. Joe Wood. Okay. Well, in the, in the words of Rosanna, Rosanna, Dan, never mind. Yeah. Bo Morgan must have been the – he must have been like a punt returner while he was in, in, mm-hmm. in the pros because he was a yeah. – he was like a five foot six quarterback in the NFL coach. I mean, in, in college football. It's a lot of Air Force guys, by the way, in the uh, NFL. We thank uh, David Olson, producer extraordinaire, for fighting through the minutia and getting us. But that, that's a fair amount of Air Force Academy players that have oh, made the NFL. Over 100. What, the NFL's been on for 90 years, and, mm-hmm. and David Olson just listed off 12 players. No, but that's not a lot <laughs> Oh, I thought that okay. was just the last five years. That's that's their yeah. whole 90 years? Yes, 90 years of NFL. That's, Those are all the Air Force players, and I think I'm going to be able to name the list myself afterwards. <laughs> All right, let's go out to the phone lines, Big Dog. Let's get out to uh, beat the schmoes here, see if any of our fine listeners can defeat us. By the way, you can always email in your picks. Mike, two guys at AOL.com. You can pick high school, college, or pro. We got the Bears playing Tampa Bay out in London. Got some, uh, eh, not great NFL games, but some decent ones. Got some good college football games to select from any three games, high school, college, or pro. You want to pick against us. First caller of the day, checking in line number 14. It's our good friend, Pigskin boy, checking in. Pig, how are you? Um, I'm in Edinburgh, Scotland. Wow. <laughs> I've, I've been hello, to Edinburgh. Hello, hello, I'm having a drop of tea and a Guinness. Are you a first-time caller, long-time listener? Can you hear me? Well, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I... I, I I don't understand what a football club is, but the Bears are in town, apparently against people that attacked <laughs> your country in the 1600s, the Buccaneers. No, the Buccaneers, they're called. What did you say about my ears? 
<laughs> I, I'm, here, I'm here. Coach. <laughs> Coach. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. It's Coach and Joel. I'm here. I, you know, I don't know who this guy is asking me in a pub. You know what? I'm here in England, and, and God bless the Bears. That's nice. You were able to get the trip out there. Outstanding. Are you just uh, hanging around the hotel trying to look interesting, or you actually got a ticket for the game? Um, I, I not only have a good hotel room and a ticket for the game, and uh, thanks, you know, thanks for <laughs> thanks for you guys for uh, sponsoring this. Oh, no problem. No Wait, problem. We sponsored it. Yeah, it's on credit, Coach. Don't listen, worry. Listen to Big Doc. No problem, no problem. I had no idea we, we actually spawned. I'm glad to see you're out there, Pigskin Boy. Yesterday I recommended to one of our listeners, I'll do the same thing for you. Make sure you check out the Curtis Enos Steakhouse. I think it's on 4th and Cloverleaf. You will, uh, you'll not be disappointed. Well, you, 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 you know, I, I don't understand why this clock never changes time. But anyway, we're here in London. And um, with the Bears, pigskin boy with the Bears in London, overseas. That is outstanding. And I'm assuming in your football picks, pigskin boy, as long as you're there, overseas, a beautiful Wembley Stadium that you, one of your three picks will involve our Chicago Bear. Uh, one of my three picks does involve the Chicago Bears. All right. Absolutely. Let's give it to us. Our listeners are waiting with semi-baited breath. Emphasis uh, on semi. The, the last time that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, showed up seven days early in where I am in London and um, Tipango Square, they lost to the Patriots by 38 points. Uh-oh. Um, they arrived three days ago, you know, right after I did. The Bears arrived um, a couple of hours ago. Take the Bears big time. Big Dog, there's been a lot of talk about it this week. A pigskin boy, one of our loyal fans, going out there seven days early. The Buccaneers six days early. The Bears keeping their routine here, flying over uh, semi-last minute. What's your instincts here? Advantage to which team? Maybe neither. Well, it, I do think it, it, it depends on what particular airline you took. I mean, if you're taking, uh, I mean, if you're taking like a, a a plane that takes eight hours to get over there, it does take something out of you for a couple of days. They should have done this earlier in the week. I mean, if they're taking the, what do you call the, the fast jet that they fly over from, uh, well, this does play a major role, especially when you consider when, uh, Roberto Garza went through customs, they checked every orifice, okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Roberto enjoying that eight hour flight possibly a little bit more than he should have. Way too much. They, they turn the the term play sixty yeah. into something totally different for Lance Lewis. <laughs> Pigskin of the Bears landed yet? Have you uh, been out to the airport to give uh, Frank Omier a little hug, or uh, do you know what they landed, or are they still in flight? Um, you know, all but one of them has landed, but apparently Chris Harris refuses to get off the plane <laughs> because he's waiting for his mother and father to tell the head coach that he's his kid is not playing enough. Yeah. Oh, that's nice to know. Yeah, he, he he requested a trade, and we tried to trade him. Nobody mm-hmm. wanted him. Yeah, he, he may be he, he, he might be starting this Sunday, uh, Big Dog, because Major Wright has got a little, uh, I think, a groinage or hamstring situation. So Chris Harris might go from the penthouse to the doghouse back to, well, not the penthouse, but he might be uh, in the starting lineup Sunday's game. Yeah, and, and by the way, I, I really like Chris Conti, and I do think they have themselves a good starting safety. 
but I'm not ready to anoint him the next Ronnie Lott because he played one good game against the Vikings, who, by the way, did not throw the ball further than seven yards down the field on, on Sunday. So just, just thought I'd throw that one out yeah. there for everybody that assumes Chris Conte should be wearing 42 and put him in the Hall of Fame already. Just I want to throw that out to people. Interesting. Ah, Pigskin uh, Bowl, we got, we got yeah. somewhat of a short show here, so we got to get to it here. Give us your uh, Beat the Schmoes football picks again. Pigskin Boy live, we think. From London, England, right near the corner of uh, Wembley Stadium. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm actually closer to, um, what is it? Joe, what do you call it? Trafalgar Square? Trafalgar. Okay, Trafalgar. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, is that where the Rashan Salam statue is? Yes, it is, Coach. Uh, thank you. Okay. First of all, <laughs> uh, take Notre Dame. Uh oh. Big time over USC. Give it up nine points. Absolutely. USC is no good. Notre Dame is whatever, but Notre Dame's at home. Take take Notre Dame and bet the house, the mortgage, your cats, your dogs, and your most friendly mm. pet. I don't know. I went back and forth on this one, Big Dub, because USC's uh, their their passing game. Near the top of the country, and the other factor, Big Dog, is for USC. Are they playing bowl games now, or is this? No, they're not. This is their so, bowl game. All right, so the, yeah, they're they're getting pumped up for this one. This so uh, not. He might be right. I'm just not as confident as the Pigskin Boy. What do you think? Um, to be quite honest with you, I like USC in this game, and that might be one of my picks here in Beach Ooh, Road. Wow. All right, and, and, and what you said, no bowl game coach played yep. a major. This is USC's bowl game for the whole entire season. Yep. All right, game two, Pigskin Boy. Um, Penn State, Uh-oh. 38, Northwestern, 20. I cannot believe this because I love Northwestern in this game, Pigskin Boy. I do, too. You know what? Four and a half. Um, you know what? What's incredible, Joel, and, you know, this is for a later show, Joel. You have a Hall of Fame middle linebacker in Pat Fitzgerald, whose defense has never, ever been able to tackle anyone ever. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you said that because, uh, like, I remember last year when Illinois got 450 yards rushing against Northwestern. I remember, you know, the coach was talking about how they didn't tackle anybody. They could, they can't get off blocks either. I think that's Northwestern's biggest problem. Like, like Tim McGarrigal averaged a million tackles a game for Northwestern, and I swear to you, half of them were 10 yards down the field. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he was getting dragged by somebody. Joel, you have a Hall of Fame, local Chicago icon, middle linebacker, who the last five years has never recruited anybody that could tackle anybody. Penn State by 25. Wow. Wow, that's harsh. Actually, this year, to be more accurate, they're tackling okay. This year's problem on defense is they can't cover anybody. This is true, and, and Penn State can't throw the ball whatsoever. That's part of my Everybody reason. Everybody gets lulled to sleep at Northwestern. Yep. Northwestern with the big upset here yep. is what I'm predicting. Who's the redheaded? One of my beat the smoke picks is Northwestern to it's, win, it's... along with Washington to win. <laughs> I, I hate to disappoint you, Big Dog, but I'm agreeing with you on both games, so you might want to reconsider. Who's I, the... I'm definitely reconsidering now. Now, Pigskin, you're, you are a Tennessee fan, okay? You like Derek Dooley. They're getting 30 points. How could you not take Alabama? <laughs> I mean, Tennessee this week against Alabama. Um, I want to. I want to tell you something. My third pick, by the way, Joel. You know what? I, 
go back to Mexico and have some cantaloupe. Okay, I will. Okay, go back to Mexico and eat some cantaloupe because my third pick, by the way, is Tennessee takes the point against the overrated, overcoached Alabama under tide. Wow. Uh, uh, And the points. You know what? This might be the upset of the day. No, that would be the upset of the year. Volunteers with Peyton Manning, because he obviously can't play in the NFL, will be on the sidelines along with other, you know, Tennessee alums like, um, uh, I don't, you know. Oh, please, please tell me Condridge Holloway will be there. Condridge Holloway, Keith Martin, oh. and then. Um, Condridge Holloway, one of my favorite Tennessee volunteers of all time. What the hell are you talking about? Why is Peyton Manning, what is it, a reunion of uh, for Tennessee? Yeah, I, I think the well, he doesn't you know affected him. He doesn't really <laughs> I'm, I'm have anything else to do, Coach, so he'll actually be there with T. Martin um, and other illustrious. Mondario Hardesty. <laughs> Ontario, Holloway. Um. All right. Pigskin boy, we we got to uh, move along this conversation. The reason Big Dog said that, by the way, is you had teased us that the Bears in Tampa Bay were one of your picks. So it's not one of your beat-the-smoke picks, but I would be remiss, and I hate being remiss, if I didn't ask you before you leave. You're out in London. you got a good pulse for the Bears and for Tampa Bay after watching them practice last five, six days. Even though it's not a beat-the-smoke pick, who do you think, uh, give us a scenario, what's going to happen on Sunday's game? Um, they're both, um, both teams will compete really well. They're both tired, pissed off, and wondering what the hell they're doing in England. <laughs> and, and Pete Rosell will be going for the grave. Why are we here? Because money. I have no problem with it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm defending it. I have no problem with the NFL playing a game once a year in England. Well, all the, all the people that are. Football. All the people that are laughing, big dog, that, uh, uh, you know, it'll never take on Europe. All the, you know, soccer is going to be their game. It's always going to be their game. Be careful the word always because soccer may always be number one, but football is going to gain in popularity. And, you know, in 10 or 15 years, yeah, very likely, in my opinion, 10, 15 years, there'll be an NFL team in Europe. The, the world is becoming a more global place. Air transport's getting quicker and quicker. I do think there'll be overseas NFL teams in the not too distant. Legitimately, soon you, you'll be in line longer than you'll be in air. The air, you, you'd have more people checking every cavity than mm-hmm. you'd be in the air for about a half hour, <laughs> but you'd be in line for three. And Roberto Garza will probably be your flight attendant. Please, hopefully, you find me. Coach, I'd like to know because those are much more world travelers than all of us. Yes, Joel, what do you think? This, Joel, give us the final score from. Mexico. From the if the Bears play oh, in Mexico, you're a world traveler, give us the final score. I I do see the Bears winning this game on eight Robbie Gold field goals <laughs> and a Devin Hester <laughs> kick return, but he misses the extra point. And they they end up winning this game uh, thirty to twenty three, and Raheem Morris somehow insults the Queen somehow <laughs> over the next three or four days. And by the way, Pippa Middleton will show up at the game. Wow! And, and hopefully she'll be oh one of the boy. new honeymooners. Then Lance Lewis will jump off sides even more often. We don't need that to happen, Alligator Arms. No. 
Joel, one last thing. If Robbie Gold were to miss two out of three field goal attempts, is there a chance the Bears would, in fact, sign David Beckham to kick field goals? Well, just for one game, yes. If, they, if the Bears were out of it, they were just going to sign, sign him just to sell jerseys because legitimately they, they were thinking about drafting that kid Travis Beckham, the tight end from, from Wisconsin, just to fool 15-year-old girls to buy the jersey. <laughs> so if, 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 in fact, the Bears don't succeed, Joel, you're saying that David Beckham will be signed by the Bears and will find a heist in Highland Park or Glencoe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, legitimately, how many Walgreens and CVSs did you go to the prescription center to today? Joel, <laughs> <laughs> so, so are you telling the Internet audience that if things don't go well for the Bears, that they will in fact sign David Beckham, and he will buy a house on the North Shore. Yes, I'm saying There it is. Pigskin pig boy, we got to rock and roll. Thank you for your picks. Be safe out there. Have a safe trip back. And if your flight attendant or the security guy looks anything like any of the bear offensive linemen, don't bend over. Love you all. Go balls. God bless you. Wow. That's not about lovey. That was good. I don't know. Big dog David Olson, our producer, kept saying, call Pigskin boy. We got to get Pigskin boy on. I don't know if the air transport doesn't work well or what, but or there could be some kind of medicinal purposes. But that that was a strange call from Pigskin Boy. You know, he said he was in he was in England. Yes. And, uh, so actually, he said he was in Edinburgh, which is in Scotland, okay. and it's, it's way up on that island. So he's got a long way to get down to actually to London. So he's he's okay. going to be busy. And, and considering you have to drive on the wrong side <laughs> of the road there, and he seems like he's goofed up on God right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little concerned about Maybe. Pigskin Boy. Is it possible the altitude got to him? Maybe it's the fact that it's, it's past <laughs> noon there, so he started drinking or something. I, I, I'm concerned about Pigskin uh, Boy. Hopefully he's not near a ledge. He did not sound like the normal Pigskin Boy. Gooped up not on Gop all. is probably the best description we can come up with. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun here. I'm really yeah. worried about that guy. I mean, is he okay? Okay, David, keep that on tape, just in case that's the last call we ever get from Pigskin Boy. If we, I was afraid to. Yeah. I and the sad thing, dog, when we have our ten-year anniversary, he was one of the four four guys that was counting on showing up. We're, that we're, might be the, that <laughs> might be our highlight reel. <laughs> oh goodness, where do you go from that particular call? All right. <laughs> Eight 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 four six three sixty seven forty eight. Uh we gotta get to our beat the schmoes football pick. Big dog, you're coming off an 0 three weekend, but uh, yes. you still yeah. got a winning record for the season out of deference to your professionalism, if not your overall longitude and latitude. Uh I will let you choose first. First, second or third. I have no idea what I'm saying. I, I might as well just I might as well just get it over with and just and just pick first. Okay, coach. Okay. So, uh, I remind I, I, you, by the way, up until yesterday, you were going to take today's day off. I well, I was Some, I was going to take today's day yes. off because I thought I was going to be doing it. I thought right about yeah. now I'd be at, at Wolf Point trying to explain to people who Roger Plant was in the history of Chicago, which I'm sure nobody knows. Sometimes your first instinct is a good one, but you decided to come on with us. We're glad, we're glad you got here. No, I would much rather be earning 300 bucks on the river, coach, than talking no to us. Yes, no offense. Okay. After going 0 and 3 last week, okay. this doesn't happen very often. Right. I'm, and, and I was distraught, and I won't be distraught this week. Coach, right. 
Stanford is a 21-point favorite at home against Uh-oh. the Washington Huskies. Uh-oh. Like, I'm telling you, if you have, like, if for some reason your wife left a ring at home or something like that, hawk it, tell her you, you sent it to the cleaners, okay? Bet all the money, bet your mortgage on this place. Take take, uh, wow. take Washington Strong. plus 21. Strong pick. Okay. Uh-huh. With tremendous confidence, the big dog suggesting the fighting Husky of Washington. All right, game Break two. open your daughter's piggy bank. Spend all the money. She'll be happy, okay? Uh, remember, you got, uh, what is it? You got two kidneys and one liver, right? Do I got that right? Yes. All right. So you, you got one kidney. You got one kidney to work, you know, to option off. Don't bet a liver, though, because you lose your liver. You got issues. Well, don't you can bet a lung. And trust me, you get ten times as much money for a lung yeah. as a kidney. I knew a guy who uh, got it mixed up, thought it was two kidneys, one, one liver, donated a kidney. Mm-hmm. Not with us anymore. That's too bad. Fatal mistake. Yep. All right. Next item. Uh, I, I'm taking Northwestern plus the four and a half at okay. home against uh, against Penn State. Yep. You have to score touchdowns in order to beat somebody by four and a half. Yep. Penn State kicks field goal. The final score mm-hmm. of that game is 18 to 15, and I don't know who wins it, but uh, Penn, Penn State realizes in the middle of the fourth quarter that they're actually playing a Big Ten football game, even mm-hmm. though nobody's there to see it. <laughs> <laughs> who's the who's the redheaded dude who uh, calls the offense for Penn State and has done so? Been on the sidelines with Joe Paterno for many and many a year. Uh, and they run the same. They run the yep. lead ISO. Yep, yep. That guy, the, the bootleg. Like legitimately, when I run, I was like, "Hey guys, they're in a right, and they're mm-hmm. going to run the forty-two. Yep. And yeah. everybody in the room laughs as the fullback leads the yeah. halfback right through the. S- Seems like a nice guy. I feel bad for him. He's often frustrated that they need to change their offensive scheme. That guy, I don't even know his name, but he needs to go. All right. I love all the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, we, we've changed it up. We spread it up. You run the same play, though. Who cares? You went out of the shotgun, and you still headed to your halfback. Mm-hmm. Right, never mind. Okay. Right. So, Game three. Then, there's a bunch of great games out there that I want to take, and I am going – I have an option to be the Illinois minus the four, or I'm going to go with USC plus – Plus the nine. I'll go with USC plus the nine in a classic at Notre Dame South Bend Stadium. Mm-hmm. I, I see Matt Barkley is going to throw the ball all over the field against against uh, Notre Dame coach. Mm-hmm. I, I see a good game. Notre Dame is a lot better than people think they are because they're not turning the ball over anymore. But I will definitely take those nine and be very happy about it. Yeah, the three games I want to watch most are all at the same time. Penn State Northwestern is going to be in the evening. Michigan State Wisconsin, great ball game, seven o'clock at night, and I think the ND game is at six thirty. And if I was good, I also like Wisconsin minus the seven. Yeah, I, I really like Wisconsin yeah. minus the seven in that game at Michigan State. Michigan State's best defensive player is out for the game because mm-hmm. he decided to punch a. A Michigan player last week. Yep. Golston. So, Vin, uh, Vince Golston, something yeah, like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Very good. David Olson, uh, producer extraordinaire. You want to go third today, Dave? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'll take the two hole here. Okay. All right. Oh, the two hole. Okay. Very good. David Olson. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't talked about it. It's almost become routine, but David Olson working on seven consecutive winning weeks. The guy's been unbelievable. So don't listen to the big dog. Don't listen to the coach, but grab a number two lead pencil right now. Mark down these picks and make some money. Okay, uh, game number one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Pittsburgh is a four-point favorite no. in Arizona. No, don't do it. Taking the Cardinals in this Oh! Uh, Pittsburgh's all banged <laughs> up. All banged up. And, Pittsburgh uh, and the Cardinals is this week, David? Yeah, we, yeah. 
I thought they had already played. Nope, they're, I, they're, I, they're at Arizona. Okay, cool. Uh, and they're four-point favorite, and I think uh, Arizona is going to take them out in this game. Mm. Wow, I like that. Shocking, Shocking revelation. Uh, game I'm... number two. Oh. Uh, San Diego is no! a two-point favorite at the Jets. Oh, taking San Diego. Picking San Diego. This game has it went into hey, that's a nice matchup. too. this is the marquee game in the NFL this week, just because Rex Ryan again puts his foot in his mouth. And it wasn't his wife's foot that's, this time. That's a big foot, and it's a big mouth. Mm-hmm. What did he say? You, he basically said on Monday in a news teleconference that if he would have got the Chargers job in 07 instead of North Turner, they would have won at least two Super Bowls already. Wow. And he can't believe with as loaded as that team is that they don't ever win. Wow. That's basically what he said. And North Turner's like, what, is he yapping again about all the championship rings he has? Uh, <laughs> where, did, where did he get the last two from the Jets? Interesting. I agree with Rex Ryan. Shut up. Shut All up right. and post. So this one, David, is San Diego at the Jets. Jets coming off a big bounce back win. Uh, Chargers playing great, great football, kind of quietly. But you're picking San Diego. I'm picking San Diego. What is the spread? Two points, San Diego. Interesting. Interesting. The Jets getting two at home. No, no, no. no. Uh, San Diego is getting oh, two points. Oh, San Diego getting yeah. two. Okay. No, no. San Diego's the two-point favorite. Yeah, yeah, San Diego is the two-point favorite. Oh, that's okay. The Jets are David Olsen don't need him. Are you worried at all of LaDainian Tomlinson having, like, an unbelievable breakout game against his former team? No, not at all. I, that, that, that's, the, that's the one story I think people are forgetting is that LC really wants to play awesome against the Chargers. Mm. Okay. Want, wanting to and being able to are two different things. <laughs> that's I have yeah. I have learned not to doubt the picks of a David Olson who's just on an incredible streak. I would argue with you, but uh, again, I've been burned one too many times. Pick number three, producer extraordinaire, Mr. David Olson. Pick number three, Uh-oh. Miami no! is a one point favorite over Denver Don't at do home. Oh no, no, I'm taking the Broncos. Oh, well, it is a home game for the Broncos as they play in in Miami for this coach. Uh, th- this is the Florida. Gators 2008 National Champion Reunion. It's only, what, three years ago. And they're they're giving out all types of stuff to players. And, and Tebow was the quarterback. There. And after they named Tebow quarterback, more than 20,000 tickets have been sold at the, stall, at the sellout in Miami. Amazing. Just so they can see the best fullback in the NFL throw the ball around. Mm-hmm. What a weird scene for the Miami Dolphins. So of however many people, do they still play in Joe Robbie Stadium? or um... It's the same place, but it's, okay. it's, it's had... Ten names since Yeah, all the different sponsors. All right. Um, what percent of the fans will be rooting for the Denver Bronco there versus the 0 for 2011 Miami Dolphin? 67%. What percent of the fans will have a support Tony Spatano uh, jersey on? Uh, not even not even his wife. Okay. Really? She actually just uh, joined uh, FireTonySpatano.com. <laughs> oh, times are rough. All right, there it is, folks. David Olson. Seven consecutive weeks. Can he do it again? Dog, we've been doing Beat the Schmoes now for 10 years. I don't think we've ever had anybody, even you, in your hottest time, correct me if I'm wrong, go eight consecutive winning weeks. Again, folks, we're picking against the spread. I won 14 games in a row once. How many? I won 14 games in a row once, but that's only like five winning weeks. And I do remember I bookend that with 0-3. That was back in 2000. 
and six, the year I quit gambling. As soon as I quit gambling, I won the first 14 games that I bet on Deep Smoke. But that was before we installed our uh, bi-monthly drug testing. I believe... Oh, bi-monthly? Uh, bi- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, no. Heck, I'll start partying again. Every, <laughs> every two months. But uh, I remember we asked you for a urine sample, and boom, the 14-game streak was over. Well, I thought you meant... I thought you were talking... Uh, I thought you were talking, like, poker, and I thought, oh, I'm all in. You said, you're in, I'm all in. <laughs> all right, real quick, as we got a caller on the line, I'll make my picks here. Uh, by the way, ever since I fired my Beat the Schmo administrative staff, Big Dog, and I did suffer in 0 for 3 or in there, but three of the last four weeks, winning weekend. So I am in a bounce-back mode of sorts. Uh, Washington at Carolina, the Panthers giving up points. The one-win Carolina Panthers with injured defenders all over the place, giving up points, how can that be? It's so weird that I'm going to go reverse the curse and take that pick against John Beck and the Washington Redskins. I will take the Carolina Panthers over Washington. How about that? Yeah, I like that. All right. I'm going to agree with you. Northwestern, I just think they're going to find a way to beat Penn State at Mm -hmm. Northwestern. I don't think they'll lose. What would it be, five in a row? I don't know, Coach. I think it'd be, yeah, but... they started off 2-0, and 2-4. Could be wrong, but uh, I'm going to take the Cats over Penn State. Here's the shocker, folks. Before we bring in our next caller, and you want to check in on Beat the Schmoes football picks, 888-463-6748. I told you at the start of the season, the Green Bay Packers are going to be a dominant team. People aren't talking about them enough. They're going to go 15-1. and So far, I've been right about the first two things. Well, you got to lose that game at some point during the year, Big Dog. It's going to happen on Sunday. Christian Ponder is going to not just break out in a small way, break out in a big way. This guy's going to prove himself for real. Minnesota Vikings get a spark. They are getting nine against the Green Bay Packers. They won't need it, folks. The Vikings in an upset over the Green Bay Packers. That's at Minnesota, right? I have no idea. It's getting nine points. Oh, my God. Coach, here's what I want to say about Christian Yes, it's Ponder. at Minnesota. A nine-point underdog at home. That's how bad the Vikings right. have fallen, Coach. I will I will now sit down and uh, take my medication. Thank you very much. Uh, well, we got a caller coming in. I do yes. appreciate What number do they, they call, Coach? 888-463-6748. Out to the phone lines, I believe. This is the young man who beat us last week by going three and oh. Let's welcome in caller and beat the Schmoes winner. Wisconsin John is going to try to make it two weeks in a row. Big John, how are you? I'm doing great. How's everybody else doing? What a great tweet it was last week. I am sorry, Big Dog. I would really, really like to see Illinois beat Ohio State, but I just had a funny feeling that Ohio State didn't like them being underdogs and said, oh, yeah, we're going to tell you how it is. Well, I really liked Ohio State's passing game. In that, in that particular game. <laughs> if they needed to be a little bit more physical with Illinois, and they uh, might have had a chance to actually beat them worse. That, as an Illinois fan, that was what? Like, legitimately, I could have been making money. My boss canceled all our tours that day, and I had to sit at home and watch Illinois get which, punched in the mouth a hundred times by Ohio State. Wisconsin, John, which, which, stat, which stat is more amazing? That uh, And Big Dog threw out two this week that are absolutely amazing. One, we just heard about it, a, a major... Division one team won a game passing one time, or or what's more, or in baseball you had the two World Series teams both completed. I think Big Dog said both of their winning series, two different series, without a starting pitcher in any game, going over six innings. I have to tell you, it has to be the one pass game in order to win, and that 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 be to me was the overcome of the stat. That was one of the craziest stats I've ever heard. 
And, and the thing yep. is, the Illinois has got two guys, Clay Buchanan and Winston Merciless, who are the greatest pass rushers in the Big Ten right now. And they kept running the sprint draw, which is a fake pass play where you hand it off to the halfback. And mind you, they did not complete a pass until six minutes to go in the game. And these guys are rushing the quarterback. And boom, Heron is running right underneath them every single time. Coach, I was I can't I can't even I can't even tell you if Ron Zip was in front of me I would he would have been in a rear naked choke okay? <laughs> until the defenders yeah. actually played their I, I'm, I'm, I want to get off I passed Illinois already Sorry, go ahead go ahead big guy well my picks and you know good thing I was wearing my cup because I was on hold listening to the coach make his pick and I'm sorry coach you could give right now you could give the Packers 13 points and they're still going to beat up on the Minnesota Vikings. Christian Ponder, my friend. Well, you can ponder all you want, but you know, <laughs> you're, you're just not going to have Aaron right. Rodgers sit back and uh, he, he's not going to make the same mistake he made last week, and those receivers are not going to make the same mistake they made last week in the second half by not catching balls. I think Aaron Rodgers had a meeting with the offensive team, with their receivers, and that's not going to happen again. Yeah, and you guys know I'm a Bears fan, and, and I, I mean this. If the Packers do not lose the turnover battle, as long as they're even or plus in the turnover battle, I think it's impossible they lose a game this season. Well, here's a staff for you, big dog. I, I mean that, Coach. I, that's, I totally mean that. If they don't, mm-hmm. That's how much better they are than everybody in the league. Okay. If they don't lose the for turnover the first, battle. For the first time in three weeks, uh, Woodson and Matthews practice on a Thursday, and both of them saying they're about 97%. You get those guys 100%. You better watch out for Matthews getting to that quarterback. Well, yeah, but what, Matthews is out because what he's got a knot in his hair or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I got a new I got a new nickname for the Hawk and Matthews team, the Bash Brothers. Those guys look so much like brothers, don't they? They they do. Instead of like uh, AJ Hawk, really looks Crow Magnine. He doesn't look like he's 100% human, and I mean that in a good way as a football player. And by and by the way, it. If I ever see A.J. Hawk, I'm just going to yell out, Brady Quinn dates your sister. I mean, you know, how, how much worse can it be than that? And by the way, Hawk is really, really sorry, only because the camera caught him doing that number one gesture. He's yeah. an idiot. Yeah, that he was, gets that was bad. He's a quarterback, jumps up, and gives the bird to the sideline. Boy, I didn't realize that'd be on TV. No, that you're just an NFL player who just sacked the quarterback and you didn't realize a yeah. camera might be on you. The dumbest excuse of all time. Yeah, that was that not good. Dumbest. Not good. Isn't Brady Quinn married at this point to A.J. Hawk's sister? No, I, I don't, don't think know. he's in hot pursuit. I thought they were married. All right. Big John, we're uh, running out of time. Let's uh, Wisconsin, John, rather. 3-0 and last week, picking the Packers over Minnesota. Give us your last two picks, my friend. I got to go with the Badgers. The Badgers get eight points over Michigan State. Oh, wow. They're going to eat that up. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here each and every week. All right. Game through. How about them Brewers, by the way? Oh, uh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and then my third big coach, LSU Tigers, is favored by 23.5 points against Auburn Tigers. And I'm going to take the A Tigers on this game. I Auburn agree. is going to cover those points. Okay, just to let you know, you're only 7.5 over Michigan State, not 8, and you're 21.5 plus 21 and a half in that game. I like that pick, though. I think Auburn is, you know, LSU is powerful as they are, though. Auburn's too good a team to get 21 points. Well, Coach, also LSU has three suspended players for testing positive for the marijuana. That can happen. Are you sure that's what it is? 
That's are exactly you sure? Because they have not said what it was. How did you find out that it was a? They said they, yeah, so, I read it. I, I read it this morning. It was synthetic marijuana. Synthetic. Really? I, I've never heard yep. of this thing. They live down in Louisiana. The stuff grows everywhere down there. <laughs> <laughs> Why go synthetic, huh? Yeah, I mean it's just like alligator oh, goodness. stuff. It's one one of the highlights of the college football season, the drug testing down in the Southeast Conference. It's almost become an athletic event. On, they sell tickets for that thing now, I think. They'd be like, excuse me, son, uh, you're offensive tackle here at Alabama, and you did not have steroids in your system. Can you explain this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Coach. I'll try harder. <laughs> All right. Wisconsin, John, we got to wrap it up. We appreciate the call. If you go 3-0 and again, you will never be invited back to the show. Thank you very much, guys. Great show. <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. I think John's a, a long-time caller, big dog, and a first-time listener, which is kind yeah, of odd. Good to know. It's an odd combo. Dog, real quick, 20 seconds or less, where might the uh, young single females of Chicago find you this weekend? What trouble are you going to be stirring up? Uh, I'll be stirring up all types of trouble on the Chicago River. Check it out, waterriders.com, one R, waterriders. <laughs> i got a bunch of tours to go this week. Coach, people are blown away, especially Chicagoans when I teach them the uh, our true history of the city. They're just blown back. I had no idea. Beautiful. All right. We'll talk to you Monday, Big Dog. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening, everybody out there. Much appreciated. Two guys at a mic. TalkZone.com signing off. David Olson, producer. Great job. We'll see you Monday at 10. Don't be late.